Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports any way that he can. It's Mike Francis on the fan. Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM. WFAN. All right, we come to you on this Wednesday evening uh, until 6.30, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it, as always, uh, on this Wednesday evening. One thing I wanted to mention is, uh, I forgot to mention yesterday, was that Jay Harwitz has a new book out called Mr. Met. You can get it at Amazon.com about his years as the Mets you know, PR guy. He was there for five decades. Uh, as you all know, we love Jay. And I'll do an interview with Jay uh, when the book comes out. Uh, we'll schedule, you know, the book company wants to wait until, you know, uh, well, you know, they want to wait until the book's about to come out. You can buy it now in advance on Amazon.com, though. Uh, it's called Mr. Met, the forward by DeGrom, and it's about his 50 years. Now, you're not going to get any scandal in there because you know Jay. He loves the players. I mean, the players worship Jay. Jay worships the players. Jay would do anything for the players. I can't tell you. I can tell you that Jay, I swear, true story. Jay be like, like, uh, I need some tickets. Can I use your Yankee tickets? What do you need? Well, I got a player whose family's in town. They want to see the Yankees, and I can't get them any tickets. Can you, are you using your tickets? No, you can use them. I'm not going to tell you what player it was. It was a big player. His family, his father used the tickets. I mean, that's Jay. Jay, whatever problem they had, uh, Broadway tickets, concert tickets, whatever, whatever they needed, that was Jay. Whatever, no matter what the problem was, they went to Jay. And the players worshipped him, absolutely worshipped him. And the media did too. I mean, there's nobody in the media that doesn't like Jay. I mean, that's all there is to it. Uh, you have to be nuts not to like him. So uh, the book is Mr. Met, and it's, you can get it at Amazon.com. I haven't gotten it yet, so I haven't seen it um, or read it. So uh, we will have him on. I told him whenever he wants to do an interview, we'll do it. So uh, Mr. Met is the book for you baseball fans if you want to get away from science stealing. And Jay might even have something on science stealing in there. Who knows? I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, But uh, maybe that's it because right now that's all you can do is talk about science stealing. I can't tonight. I'm not in the mood. I just, I, I, the thing is just I just can't, I can't talk about it anymore. I just can't. So let me give you a couple of things tonight. Number one. Uh, I was just on Radio.com doing some stuff with uh, Albert about free agency, but we'll wait on that uh, for the NFL. Uh, but a um, couple things on, first of all, Beeline. He was a bad fit. 
listen, when a college coach who's really good, and Villan was a really good college coach, you know, for a long time he was underrated, but then people realized when he got a real good program, and he was annoyed. I know by the recruiting process and by players leaving and just the whole thing with recruiting and everything else and with his son and all this stuff, and he just was fed up with it, so he went to the pros. And he probably shouldn't have gone to the pros at this age because it's not that, you know, people say, oh, look, these college coaches, they, it just shows you how hard, they're not as good. It's not that they're not good. The college coaches can step in and win at the pro level if they have players. But when they step in, they usually step into bad teams. If you gave a great college coach a team with really good players, he'd win. Because if you gave a real ordinary NBA coach really good players, he'd win too. It's about the players in the pros. It's not about the the system will not win for you in college. You know, in college, you give Rick Pitino a team, he's going to string together 20 wins somehow. Whether he's got talent or not, he's gonna he's gonna come up with a system to get those guys to, to do something, play hard, be in better shape, you know, to, to out hustling, whatever. But he can't do that in the pros. It doesn't work that way. You win with talent in the pros. Players win in the pros, not coaches. Doesn't mean there aren't good coaches. There are good coaches. But players, players win in the pros. It's a pro. The NBA is a player-driven league. That's what it is. So don't be surprised by a college coach who goes to a bad team. But he didn't fit in. And it wasn't right for him from the beginning. And he wasn't happy. And now he's out. Now the question is, what happens to him? He's got money. He's 67. He could go home. Or is somebody going to get a good coach next year? And I think somebody's going to get a good coach next year. I don't think he's going to leave, but I don't know that yet. I haven't talked to him. Maybe we'll get him on when the smoke clears. Um, I like Beeline a lot. He's a really good offensive coach, one of the better offensive coaches in the country. Did a really good job at Michigan. Did a really good job before Michigan. Um, BC might need a coach. He'd be really good there. Uh, Texas might move on from Shaka Smart. If they did, he'd be really good there. Um, I don't want to start listing other teams, but there's a lot of places where he'd be – Right at the top of the line, as you know. You know, so rather than list a hundred jobs, why bother? Um, Seton Hall tonight, playing Butler at home. A couple of big, a couple of weeks back, Seton Hall was rolling. They had a three-game lead in the Big East. People were picking them to go to the Final Four. Some people were even picking them to win the championship. There were a lot of people on that bandwagon, and all of a sudden. All of a sudden, things have gone a little haywire. Now you got them playing Butler tonight. Butler hasn't been playing well. But Seton Hall now has a one-game lead, and they got a one-game lead over Creighton, which is right now playing the best in the whole Big East, and they got one game lead over Villanova. And after tonight, Seton Hall's got to play St. John's on Sunday in the Rock, and then they have still they finish up when they do finish up the the conference. They finish up with Villanova at home, and then Creighton on the road. Those are their last two games. Villanova at home, Creighton on the road, 
And those are the teams that are right behind them. And right now, you know, Villanova knows how to win these things. And Creighton right now is playing the best. They won at Marquette last night. They're playing the best ball in the entire league right now. So this is a big game for Seton Hall. They need to get back on track here. And Willard was pretty outspoken about his team, saying he's going to cut the rotation, which should anyway. Tends too deep a rotation. With the way college game is now in the NCAA tournament, you don't need more than seven players. Eight, more than enough. Any more than eight's too many. Because the way the timeouts are set up, you don't need it. Other than foul trouble, you don't need extra players. Because the timeouts, you get too much rest. So eight-man teams are optimum. Seven's even fine. So cutting the rotation's a good idea. But you heard him talk about guys not getting it, guys not hustling, guys not fitting in. Uh, to be this late in the season, in a very good season, and to had the year going they had going, and then to have a coach talking that way about his team in late February, that's alarming. This is a very big game for them tonight. They need to get back on track. They need to play like they're supposed to play. They've been a big-time defensive team all year. they got to go back to being who they were. Go back to be who they were a month ago, before everybody was healthy and before they expanded the rotation. Go back to being who they were. Get everybody's head back in the game. Get everybody back the right way. Or decide now which guys you're going to basically not use if they're not fitting in. But this is a big time for them right now with Creighton and Villanova breathing down their neck. And right now, picking them right now to win a championship would be a foolhardy because right now they're struggling. Let's see what they do this evening. You know, I'll try to get some calls in, so you jump aboard if you want. I'll, every, every day, just jump aboard. I'll try to squeeze them in before the bottom of the show each day. Um, there are a lot of loose ends in this baseball thing, as we know. Part of it is when you have guys who were Astros, depending which year, and then you're on your team. How do you deal with that? And the Yankees right now, you have multiple Yankees who have stated they think the Astros cheated last year. They think it didn't stop. They have stated on the record that they think they have cheated. Now, that means that you think Cole cheated because he was part of the team last year. Not only that, he was the star of the team last year. Now, that doesn't mean he was up hitting, but what, it was going on and he didn't know what was going on? So would you go down and ask Cole yourself if you think, if you stated publicly that you think the Astros cheated in 19, do you think you would walk down to his locker and say, hey, listen, let me ask you a question. I think you guys cheated this year. Tell me why I'm lying. Tell me that I'm wrong. And would you take his word for it? So here's how Cole addressed this today. We're all grown guys around here, and you know, I, uh, I, certainly, I certainly am not going to tell somebody how to think. So um, I don't see it as an issue. Um, I'm not personally offended by it, and so I, hopefully that's the last question that I'll, I'll have to answer about it. Well, wait a second. How are you not personally offended by it if you have guys on this team who said you cheated last year? How are you not offended by it? So wait a second. It's okay that they – don't you think you should rectify this? Hey, I welcome aboard. Yeah, I'm going to play behind you all year. Yeah, we're teammates, but I think you cheated last year. I think you and your team cheated. You have multiple guys on the Yankees who have stated they think the Astros cheated last year. Then if that's the case, how is Cole, who wants to just say, hey, I hope I don't have to answer this question again this year, and the Yankee 
people don't want to bother Cole with this. I understand that. You don't want you want them to move on from this, but here's the problem. The Yankees are making assertions about last season. He was on the Astros. He was their star last season. It wasn't like he was on the moon. He was on the Astros. So we look at it as, wait a second. You're going to play behind this man. You're stating they cheated last year. Wouldn't you go down and just, or in a couple of, you know, some night hanging around or on the plane or something? Hey, let me ask you a question. I think you guys cheated last year. Am I right or wrong? He's going to give you that. Listen, I never saw anything. Of course, nobody. Verlander never saw anything when he got there. Nobody ever saw anything. We all know that's a bunch of garbage. So here it is. Festering underneath the surface is just to show you how much nonsense there is in this is the thing that it's okay because we'll just leave it alone because we don't want to disrupt our team this year. But I'm saying the 19 Astros cheated, and my pitcher right here, my number one, my ace, he was an Astro last year. So I'm saying he cheated. So I got to go, if I'm there, I'm going to go to Cole and say, wait a second, Torres said he thinks you cheated last year. Do you have a problem with Torres saying that? No, I don't have a problem with Torres saying that. Well, did you or didn't you? See, that's where this thing turns stupid all the time. And that's why the fans don't get any certainty about anything. Because baseball has left all this completely open-ended. You had Crane sit there and say, I know it ended after 17. When did it end? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? How do you know it ended if you don't know when it ended? Now, if the Yankees are going to make statements about the Astros for last year, wait a second. They had the guy in their employee who was the mastermind. What was he up to? Did you ask him? This thing's got so many loose ends, it's ridiculous. And the idea that you would, you would feign indignation about how upset you are. You have Yankee players talking about how upset they are that the Astros cheated. You don't have any problem that you just brought a guy in from the team. So that's okay now. He's he gets a pass because he's now a Yankee. Well, then you don't. Then you aren't. Then you. Then it's fake indignation. It's not real. You aren't really annoyed by it because you're not even. You're not going to take it up. If you really have a problem with it, you should take it up with Cole. He was there every day. That's where this gets crazy. I've had it with the team. I've had it with that team. Except if they get traded to my team, then I'm fine with it. So you are calling your ace a cheater. If you are one of the Yankees who has stated, I think, and Yankees, multiple Yankees have stated they think the Astros cheated last year. You are calling your Star pitcher now, a cheater. He was a member, a prominent member of the Astros last year. You need to rectify that. 
John and Creskill starts us off. What's up, John? Hey, Mike. I, have a, I might have an answer for this. Let's yeah. drink these Astros before a house subcommittee. Oh, stop. They're not going to get anywhere, John. That's not going to get anywhere. They're, they're not going to, you know, they're going to give the same answers they did before. You know, that's going to be it. We're sorry. We did it in 17. We didn't do it after that. Listen, Congress, yeah, it, 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 it not, Congress doesn't get any answers. We know that. They're not going to get any answers. They're just yeah, going to put on a grandstand like, play. That's all. Yeah, but, Mike, you know, MLB is powerless. The union is afraid to do anything. But well, John, the union doesn't want to do anything. The union is protect. But here's the thing. Baseball wasn't powerless. They suspended the manager and the general manager for the year. They lost their jobs. The players weren't going to get hit in this. They weren't in charge. They shouldn't have got hit. They're not in charge. The guys who were in charge paid a price. They lost their jobs. You never hear the players mention that because they don't care that they lost their jobs. No, they don't care at all. So so so, how can you say baseball didn't do anything? They suspended the manager. They suspended the the general manager. They're out of baseball. Yeah, but everybody wants their pound of flesh, Mike. Everybody yeah, but no, but the players were never. And thanks for the call. But the players were never going to get touched here because they're not in charge. If Hinch had come down and said this ends tonight, it's over. Players aren't in positions of authority. If you're a lesser player, you're going to do whatever the star players do. You're not going to rock the boat. So you're not in a position of authority. And if you are have a if you condone it, if you know it's going on and you condone it, you're responsible. And that's why guys who were in, in charge, the general manager, the manager, they paid a hefty price. They lost their jobs, and they should have. I never thought the players were going to get hit here. But here's the thing. The players can't act like they're indignant and then, oh, it's okay. Now he's on my team. No, I don't care anymore. Joe in Colonia. What's up, Joe? Hey, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. I mean, nobody's going to take anything back from the Astros, the World Series, or anything like that. But I look back at a picture of Yogi Berra wearing all of his rings, being proud of that. So my thing is, how can the Astros look at their ring and be proud of that knowing they cheated. Well, that's, up to, that's, that. up to the, that's up to the Astros. Exactly. Well, let me so ask you this. When Yogi, when Yogi was using his shin guard to cut the ball for Whitey, was that cheating or not cheating? Well, well yeah, you got me there, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My point is there's degrees here. You know, the, the Giants, if you remember, when Ralph Branca was still alive, we had them on, and they talked about how the Giants were stealing signs in 51 from the center field clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. With a telescope. With a telescope. I, I, I only go back to 74. So that, but, but this is, think about it. That's why Bobby Valentine, and thanks for the call, Bobby Valentine said, hey, this has been going on for 70 years. He was right. They used a telescope. Baseball is to blame for this because all they have to do is take down the cameras. That's it. No cameras. Teams aren't allowed to have any cameras out there. That's all. If they catch you with a camera, you're dead. So that's going on now. It should have gone on then. But here's the bottom line. This was an organizational thing. That's why the manager and the general manager paid. And the owner did pay, but he should have paid more if he knew. And I don't know if the owner knew or not. I can't answer that question. But... What we need to know is, did it end after 17? What does baseball know and not know? 
And what do the Yankees know? Because the Yankees brought in a guy who was the mastermind, and they employed him. It was never discussed. Dan in Hartford, what's up, Dan? Mike, how are we doing? Good. Uh, one thing I, I got to disagree with you on is, you know, you want Judge and, and the Yankees to pipe down, and, you know, the reason is because the Yankees shouldn't act holier than now, but... Judge and Torres, those guys, they had no part of the steroid era. They, all these guys have played straight up, right. and it's affected their livelihood. Judge is going to still get paid $500 million. We know that, but why doesn't he have room to talk when he's done nothing wrong? Just because he's a Yankee? No, listen. My point is, what are you whining about? You didn't win the series. Move on. So what? The Astros won. You didn't win anyway. They're not going to give you the series. So you oh, think? Well, it could still be a fact, well, though. I mean, well, well, wait a second. The Yankees, the Yankees didn't win that series because they didn't hit, not because they didn't pitch, because they didn't hit. They scored three I, runs I in four games. Okay, so if they that, so that, and that had nothing to do, and that had nothing to do with signals. Well, here's the problem with that. I went and looked. El Tuve was so much better on the road than he was at home. Hey, real quick on Cole. Uh, the only thing I have to say is, obviously, we, we all know he knew about it. But because he didn't benefit from it, I think it's almost like a pass because I think those players... But here's the thing, here's the thing Dan. How are you calling... Dan, how are you calling the team cheaters and then not calling him a cheater if he was on the team last year? But because I think there's a little bit of an unwritten thing there mentally, subconsciously, that A, he didn't benefit, and B... Uh, he benefited, he, he won the, the games. Nobody, nobody would have blew, blown the whistle. Nobody did blow the whistle. I, I agree. You see, but here's the thing. If you can just, if it all that matters is he gets traded to your team and then it's all forgiven, then you really aren't that mad. No, and, and I think that's a great point. I think and and I think that's, that's always, a, yeah, yeah, it's always, it's, and thanks for the call, always it's forgiven as soon as the guy comes to your team. Well, then you're really not that mad. Neil, and Fordham, real quick, Neil, go ahead. You know, I, I think my question is, okay, so you don't like Aaron Judge complaining about it or Cody Bellinger, but what about Mike Trout and Nick Markakis, guys that aren't complaining? I think they're, I think they're fa- listen, their fa- their points I have no problem with. I did, I have no problem with them saying they wanted, they, they thought there should be more of a punishment. That's that's their right. They, I have no problem with that. And there needs to be more of that. But they, but they said not, but, 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 but Neil, but Neil, Trout said nothing was done to show you how, unaware he is or how he could care less. What do you mean nothing was done? They fired three managers over this and a general manager. But Mike, that's where that's where the players needed to be held accountable. How could you hold the players accountable when they're not in charge? What about if I'm a financial trader and I'm engaged in insider trading, does my boss get fired? If the boss told you to do it and you would lose no, your job for that, doing wait a second. The, the general manager did tell him to do it. No, what did you? I, that's, I didn't read that in the. The general manager. Wait a second. The manager and the general manager both knew about it. They they may have been aware. Of Their it. job is to shut it down. But Listen, if a hey, people of a uh, Neil Neil, if you're cheating and your boss comes in and he sees you cheating and he keeps letting you cheat, then he is the one who's going, not you. Their job as the guys in charge was to shut it down, and that's why they lost their jobs. But the, the problem here players is have, have no authority. We don't have any transparency about what went on because if we had it, 
They would be calling for the players. players. No, the players are not in charge, though, Neil. They're not in charge. If the manager said shut it down, is it shut down? The manager was breaking monitors in the in the clubhouse. I said, Neil, what I said to you is if the manager said shut it down, is it shut down? I can't say that for sure. I Come don't on, Neil, stop. Thank, Neil, you're law. I'll, I'll answer. Thanks for the call. I'll answer. If the manager says, guys, we're not doing that, then it's over with. If the general manager says we're not doing it, if the manager says we're not doing it, it's over. They're not doing it when the manager says don't do it. The manager, said, the manager already said I should have shut it down. He lost his job because he didn't shut it down. If a player had the authority to shut it down, that player would have been fined or suspended. No player has the authority to shut something down. The manager condoned it. The general manager, there's even been rumors and, and inferences that the general manager forced it, was involved in it. So, of course, they, they used it. They did it with algorithms. They did it with other stuff using the general manager. So he was involved in it, supposedly. That's why they paid with their jobs. What do you mean no one lost their job? How can you say no one got hit here? Hinch lost his job. The general manager lost his job. Beltran lost his job. Cora lost his job. No players got hit. The players could care less about those other people losing their jobs. Brought to you each evening by Casamigos Tequila. Brought to you by those who drink it. We'll see you tomorrow. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.